Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Women Extraordinary Stories, a podcast by Women's Heart Engaging Network. This is where you'll hear incredible stories from women of all different backgrounds and walks of life. We hope that these stories touch you and remind you that even in the most difficult seasons of life, there is still hope. So take a moment, settle in, and get ready to hear one extraordinary story. Today, we are delighted to share with you Bernadette Piojo's story. Bernadette has been married to Jan for 35 years. They have twin daughters and are proud grandparents of two sweet baby boys. Bernadette works at Treasury Board and Finance, Office of the Controller in the province of Alberta. And to tell her story, we have Teresa Lawan to interview her. Teresa is a staff of Power to Change Ministries for WEN Edmonton here in Alberta. Friends, here's Teresa and Bernadette on the topic, Love Stands Up. Hi, Bernadette. Thank you so much for joining us today and for giving us this opportunity to interview you. Would you tell us more about yourself? Thank you, Teresa. About myself, uh, I was born in the Philippines and migrated to Canada in 1974 after my sister sponsored my parents and my three other siblings. Life in the Philippines was tough uh, back then during the martial law, so she convinced my folks to um, migrate to Canada because they say um, it's a land of an opportunity. So although there were lots of struggles and challenges during um, the transition to this day, I'm grateful that uh, my sister brought us all here. I continued my education and pursued accountancy and later landed a job with the province of Alberta. I'm very happily married to John, have twin daughters, Arian and Lindsay, and now I'm a proud grandma of two sweet baby boys. Dancing is also one of my passions, so I got involved in the community and engaged myself as an artistic director, teaching traditional folk dances of the Philippines for at least 10 years. So when my daughters turned five, I introduced them to folk dancing because I want to, to have them learn the, the culture and appreciate the values. And so I also registered them to train in other dance disciplines. Oh, thank you. You have many gifts, Bernadette. And speaking of dancing, I went to your daughter's benefit concert last year. And I was totally amazed and impressed by the talents that were displayed there. And the um, public support was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So here's what I found out. Yeah, it was the Stand Up for Love con- benefit concert started by your daughters, Arian and Lindsay, in that they started it in 2009. And um, here's a great part of it. It raised a significant amount of money for the mustard seed. Human Organ Procurement and Exchange, Comprehensive Tissue Center, and Stollery Children's Hospital. What was the idea behind this benefit concert? Well, 
during the time when our family was hit with several roadblocks and challenges, um, my daughters found Jesus and discovered God's amazing love. So Stand Up For Love began in 2009 as a way to put love in action and a way of giving back to the community. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, is the heart of what Stand Up For Love is all about, which says, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of this is love. This fundraising event was made possible by the hundreds of volunteers and, and overwhelming support of the community. We are truly grateful and blessed for all the love and support received by Stand Up For Love for 10 years. And wrapping up in September 2019 is so sad, but at the same time, mm-hmm. um, we're excited because this fundraising event successfully raised over 100000 that was incredible. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I know as you mentioned, it was a way of putting love into action and giving mm-hmm. back to the community. Can you tell us more about that, especially that part you said giving back to the community? Yeah, the girls were only eight years old when uh, John's health issues began in 1995. So that experience inspired them to help others in their health situation now being like they have become nurses. So um, in 1995, my husband was diagnosed with end-stage renal disease, also known as kidney failure. Her sister, uh, Vanjie, donated one of her kidneys as hers was a perfect match. So after three years, his kidney had complications that he had to go for hemodialysis treatment three times a week. Oh, Bernadette, how did it affect you and your family? Oh, um, it was devastating and stressful experience for the entire family hearing the sad news. Um, I was uh, physically drained and emotionally depressed. I could see the the sadness in my daughter's eyes as they help their dad while on home dialysis. Managing my husband's business aside from working full time, taking care of the girls in general, driving them to school and dance, basically running the household and and keeping keeping up on a day-to-day basis are just of the challenges and situations I was faced with during this journey. Mm-hmm. So November 20, sorry, no, in November 2002, it was a chance to uh, go for a kidney transplant. However, during the transplant workup, uh, three cancerous tumors were found in his liver that could not be surgically removed. So he was placed on um, Canada-wide priority list for a double transplant for liver and kidney. So we were praying for a miracle, and on April 25, 2003, God answered our prayer. A potential donor was found. Um, compatibility tests were done, and after 16 hours in the um, in the operating room, 
the surgeons successfully performed a liver and kidney transplant. Hmm. It took a lot of uh, courage, strength, patience, perseverance to go through all of this. Um, I don't think I could have managed this without strong family support and friends. God's timing was perfect that we met people who became our church family and, and prayer partners. By God's amazing love and faithfulness, He saw us through my husband's health journey, adversities, and, and challenges that came our way. Hmm. That was a long and challenging journey, Bernadette. Thank you for sharing that with us. I remember when we spoke the first time, you mentioned something meaningful, something life-changing and special that happened along the way while you were in that journey. You and your husband came to faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Would you share that experience with us? Well, Arian and Lindsay uh, fervently prayed for us to come to faith in Jesus Christ since they started attending youth Bible studies and accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So we saw the transformation in our daughter's lives. So um, after three years of praying for us in 2006, John and I received Uh, We were baptized and we received Jesus as our Savior and Lord. That's wonderful. So amazing things happened along the way. Um, You and your family came to faith in Jesus. Your husband's health recovered. Mm -hmm. And the benefit concerts that your daughter started made such a great impact, positive impact to the community. So Mm -hmm. what have you learned from this journey? Well, One of my favorite verses is uh, Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, which says, um, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So this verse reminds me not to worry and just to cast all anxieties to God. We remained hopeful and trusted in God despite the challenges continually coming our way. We experienced peace knowing that we have a God who is loving, gracious, and merciful. So John is a living testimony of God's unfailing love goodness and faithfulness to God be the glory that's wonderful so Bernadette there are many today who are suffering from sickness Mm -hmm. pain uncertainty and loss especially at our present COVID-19 pandemic situation what would you encourage others with um I'd say one of the things is um, uh, faith and, and trust. We have to hold on to our faith and, and trust in God for He is in control. God is faithful in His Word and keeps us in His promises. In Isaiah 43 verses 2 to 3, God promises 
to be with us when we go through the deep waters that we will not drown when we go through rivers of difficulty. God's sustaining grace will keep us going when you feel like giving up. So there's always hope if you trust and believe in him. And the other one is, I'd say, pray, prayer. Because prayer is powerful. We just have to surrender and uh, lift everything up to him. And we just have to be still and wait patiently for him to act. And that connects us to like Psalm 37, verse 7. So those are some of the um, things that I do um, when I experience all this sickness, pain, or severities, loss. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Especially in this COVID-19 pandemic situation. Mm, I know. That was so powerful, Bernadette. So, yeah. Bernadette, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I'm pretty sure that many of the women watching tonight and their families are greatly encouraged and inspired by your story. Well, my pleasure, Teresa, to be able to speak before mm -hmm. uh, you today. Thank you. And thank you, Wen, for this opportunity. Bernadette's story must have resonated with many of us watching right now. Her faith in Jesus, fervent prayer, the support of her family and friends helped her through life's challenges. Life can bring us into difficult times, like a present COVID-19 pandemic situation. Many today experience health issues, loss of loved ones, loss of jobs, and financial instability. But in spite of all this, the Bible tells us we have a living hope we can hold on to. His name is Jesus. Like Bernadette, you too can have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. In a few seconds, I will be leading you into prayer, asking him to come into our hearts, to know him personally, to thank him for the forgiveness of sins, his dying on the cross for us, for giving us eternal life, and for him to lead our lives starting today. If this is the desire of your heart, would you bow your heads and join me in prayer? Lord Jesus, I want to know you personally. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open my heart and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Take control of my life starting today and make me the kind of person you want me to be. If you prayed this prayer with me, would you let us know? At the chat screen, click on the button that says, raise your hand. And now that you have prayed that prayer, Jesus will come into your life just as he promised. Wow, what an incredible story. Thank you for joining us, and we truly hope that you were touched by the words you heard here today. 
If you have any questions or would simply like to connect with us, go to our website at www.whenetwork.ca. Also, make sure to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at When Canada, and check out our YouTube at Women's Heart Engaging Network. Thanks again, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.